Hi everyone, this is Joel Dombrover, Communications Manager at Project A. And for this week's podcast, I have Gianluca Lupo, our Display Advertising Manager, who recently gave a talk titled LinkedIn and its Challenges to the Blue Giant. Gianluca, tell us more about that. Thanks, Joel. This talk, LinkedIn Challenging the Blue Giant, is part of the Social Ads Meetup, organized by our colleagues and friends of Smartly. They organize it every time together with a different partner, and this time we had the pleasure of having them here at Project A. The focus of the meetup is pay social beyond the, beyond the blue giant, and he wants to underline the necessity for advertisers of rethinking constantly their portfolio of advertising channels, especially if we are in a B2B environment. During this fantastic occasion for knowledge sharing, I wanted to highlight the rise of LinkedIn and its possibilities, but also its challenges and threats. If you want to follow along, you can find the presentation attached below. Project A podcast. So welcome everybody. Thanks, Anna, for the assist about LinkedIn. And my talk is called LinkedIn Challenging the Blue Giant. The focus of this meetup is like uh, paid social opportunities beside Facebook. And I think that LinkedIn is a very important channel and interesting channel because of its possibilities, challenges, and best practices. And we're going to see also some uh, best practices. But first, I present myself. Sorry for the big picture. <laughs> uh, my name is Gianluca. I come from Italy, and I'm Display Advertising Manager here at Project A. You can find my email, my LinkedIn. Let's connect on, uh, please, and my website, which is gianlucalupo.com. And I always answer if you have questions beside the presentation, please reach me out. But let's go down to business. Why, we're gonna talk about why LinkedIn. I posed myself, I asked myself these questions, and I did some digging to find some data about it. Uh, I'm gonna talk about LinkedIn strategies on the account setting, campaign setting, targeting setting, and also bid setting. In the end, I'm gonna talk about LinkedIn updates. 2019 was a year of change for LinkedIn, and we're gonna see what happened there, and about a case study. So our Project A knowledge conference, which is gonna happen in September. We did sponsored ads on LinkedIn and Facebook, and we're gonna see the results of that. But first, why is LinkedIn so relevant? 610 million professionals, 200 million professionals only in Europe professionals that drive business decisions. And that's why we have over 30 million company pages and companies are very happy to be in LinkedIn. It's a platform with a high engagement because people are not just spending time in LinkedIn, they are investing time in LinkedIn. It means that they are writing articles, looking for content, looking for updates, looking for news. And that's why we need to be relevant as advertisers and as companies. And we need to deliver good organic content as well. I won't suggest you to run any LinkedIn ads if you don't have like a company page which is delivering good organic content. And this is maybe the reason why LinkedIn has one of the highest digital trusts. I know it's gonna sound like I'm, I get paid from LinkedIn to say all these good numbers, but actually those data are data in which I really believe in and I really feel when I'm inside the platform. But advertising, it's a little bit, can be frustrating and complicated. And one of the reasons is, of course, the, I, uh, the very important price LinkedIn ads have uh, in comparison to other channels like Facebook and 
Pinterest. But strategy, to achieve success, where should I start in this wonderful channel? First thing is understand your target group. Okay, you're gonna say it's uh, the normal uh, like um, marketing sentence, build a buyer persona. Yes, it is, but. But on LinkedIn, you can be more pragmatic on this. Indeed, just putting the pixel inside your website, as Marcus showed, for, uh, for example, for Pinterest, you're going to get so many demographic informations and data about your audience without even running any ads. And this is, will allow you to build a buyer persona with real data, data coming from your website, and understand better like your uh, traffic in order to find your next traffic and your, of course, prospects. Second step, understand your budget. In LinkedIn, the budget cannot be the elephant in the room because it's very expensive. And uh, so we shouldn't like uh, uh, talking about A-B testing or creatives or many strategies if we don't have the budget to do that. So if you have a limited budget and LinkedIn suggests a minimum of three Ks per month uh, to start with, just go for your best uh, choice and uh, try this. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense like uh, uh, running A-B testing with a low budget, for example. The fourth step to achieve checkmate, the third one, sorry, it's uh, um, the setup of the campaign. And the whole setup of the campaign and of, uh, it's gonna be very important first to achieve checkmate, but also to optimize further in the future and to scale your possibilities. The fourth step is the tracking. Tracking, as we have seen, is fundamental, but uh, it's nowadays even more important because uh, uh, LinkedIn just introduced the website conversions campaign optimization. So, so now, starting from July, you will be able to optimize for web website conversions, and it means uh, you need the pixel to do that, and of course, a minimum number of conversions per month as for Google and Facebook. The fifth step is the targeting. And here you have so many possibilities. Let's just talk about the account-based marketing where you can just upload a list of companies that you are interested in and you're gonna create your audience, filter it down by seniority and you're gonna reach a very relevant audience for your company, especially if you are in a B2B environment. Last step, my fit, I think it's, this is a very important one. Again, it can sound a little bit like a, a generic marketing sentence. Messages and assets that we communicate are very important. As I said before, users of LinkedIn are looking for relevant content. That's why PDF, eBooks, or customer stories are very important and they are very successful in LinkedIn. And of course, be mobile first because 80% of the engagement in LinkedIn comes via mobile. So, <laughs> as I said, it's not uh, very easy. Like, it can be smooth if you come from Facebook, but uh, still there are some big differences. What LinkedIn specialists suggest is to structure your campaign by target audience at a campaign group level, which is here, uh, if it works, here very up. So, for example, let's take knowledge, uh, our um, uh, knowledge conference that we wanted to sponsor. That's our target audience. And we set it up like at the campaign group level, for example. And retargeting can be another campaign group level. Then you go a little bit down and you have a combination of campaign, objective, and targeting, which is uh, here on the right. 
At this level, you have to find the right mix of um, like a campaign uh, optimization, for example, website conversions or brand awareness, and then targeting option. And you can try so many different possibilities for your target audience and to see which one works the best for you. And as you can see here, there are a minimum of three ads like for each campaign. And that is because, uh, as again, we cannot, we must be relevant. And sometimes uh, we don't know which is the relevant, the best message to reach our audience. And the audience can be very small, especially if we upload a list of emails and we create an audience out of it. Then uh, what you're gonna see is like, if you have, for example, an audience of 4,000 users, after the first week, your CTR gonna go very down. And then to bring it up again, you need to upload more and more creatives because, uh, ads will kind of uh, have this creative fatigue very soon in LinkedIn, sooner than the other channels, I think. Also because the audience is, of course, smaller. After like uh, setting the, the right campaign uh, setup and account structure, uh, we have to talk about uh, talk, uh, like, uh, the parallelism between targeting and bid. So as here you can see like we have two like arrows going down on parallel. And uh, what I wanna say here is that the quality of all the audience and like uh, the bid aggressiveness go together. It means that if you have a very broad audience, you don't know whose users are, which are, who is the best for us, if these are the relevant users, the right users, I wouldn't bid that high. And if we take like LinkedIn, those of you who have already advertised on the platform, you have this bid range, for example. They suggest you, for example, to bid from five to seven euro, where all the competitors are bidding. For the broad targeting, so some demographics or company industry, and for example, the whole Germany, I would bid if we have a range of five to seven euro, four euro fifty, so even below the range, because I don't know if the users are relevant or not. And that I'm gonna learn only through data, only through optimization. And that's why the account structure and the structure of the campaign is important. If we go down to this funnel, we have the ones. So for example, matched audience or based account-based marketing, these are audiences we are, which are very qualitative and relevant for us. And normally they are very small. And that's where I will bid very high. For example, if we have always that range from five to seven euro per click, I will bid nine or even 10. And I explain, explain you why. Because of the bid mechanism. So LinkedIn works with a second bid auction price. And it means even if you bid 10 euro, you're gonna pay like only one cent more than second higher bidder. But like this, you make sure you won't lose any relevant users. And this is important if the audience is very small. Um, especially for B2B um, companies. And I have tried this uh, for some of other ventures and also in some of our, our internal campaigns. When you kind of bid very high, the CPC goes high, a little bit uh, higher, but just a bit, and the CTR and the conversion rate go crazy like high. So it's important, again, not missing anyone inside these small audiences. Wait, wait, wait. July was very big month for, <laughs> for LinkedIn. Many updates and many relevant updates. So the whole 2019 was relevant for updates. They introduced like in February interest targeting with data fueled from Bing. In April lookalike and July endly the website conversions optimization for campaign, the awareness objective for campaign and job applicants objective. So uh, the first shoe you recognize, of course, from Facebook. So again, the roadmap, as, as Anna said, 
looks very similar to the one of Facebook a uh, few years ago. And um, together with the website conversions optimization, you now have object objective-based pricing, objective-based reporting. With objective-based pricing, what does it mean? It means that if you select automated bids, it, you won't be able anymore to uh, choose if you want to run on CPM or CPC. This is going to be automated and um, according to the objective. To make an example for website conversions optimization campaign, you will have with the automated bid a CPM bid strategy. So if you want to run on CPC, you have to set the bid manually. And setting the bid manually is important because we can choice, we have the choice as we have seen and because it goes, it makes uh, the CPC goes down. And uh, in the end, the objective-based reporting. As for Facebook, you're going to have now the column results, cost per results, and results conversion rate in uh, your reporting. Don't forget to update your old campaigns because now they are part of the legacy. They're going to be called legacy campaigns from now on. And this is our knowledge conference uh, that we're going to host in, in September this year. And it's going to be a great occasion for knowledge sharing, great speakers, great topics. If you haven't applied for a wildcard, here we have the link. You can reach our website or our social channels and there you can find more information. And uh, of course, such a big event and important event need sponsorship. And that's what we did here at Project A. So directly to the case study, now you're going to understand why I named my talk like challenging the big giant. And it's because I kind of challenged Facebook lookalike with LinkedIn lookalike to see what really works best. And uh, to do that, I want to see who's going to win and at which, at which cost. So uh, first big difference when you create a lookalike there, um, in Facebook, you create a lookalike uh, based on your maybe website page and uh, you have an audience with a lookalike of 1% of uh, 200,000 users in Germany. This was our case, so a very big audience. In LinkedIn, on the contrary, when you create the lookalike on the same page, you have like uh, an audience of 4,700 users in the whole Europe. And that, I think, is because of the mechanism of machine learning itself. So if machine learning works like... Um, uh, a mechanism comparing two users as two Excel tables made of different attributes. We give to LinkedIn a lot of attributes and generic attributes like a company industry, job title, job function, and these are really easily matched. So if you know, want to know my bet about like the winner of this challenge, my bet would have been LinkedIn. I don't know what's yours uh, in terms of qualitative, of course, results. But together with uh, Facebook and LinkedIn lookalike, also to reach the audience of our, of our knowledge conference, where we have the, the goal of reaching entrepreneurs who are interested or who could be interested in investors or partner talents, who could be interested in Project A, but also people who are interested in attending such an event. We use LinkedIn account-based marketing, where I ask like our investment team a list of companies in which are, we are interested in and then uploaded it to LinkedIn to create an audience out of it. And of course, LinkedIn demographics to target talents. But first, let's gonna see uh, if we find the winner of the challenge. This is the winner. Facebook is 
kind of doing an amazing job on this. Even if we, we have so many like informations like about uh, um, professionals, they are able to achieve a 56 conversion rate in Google Analytics. So it means one, more than one user out of two, which came to our website, convert and became one of our leads. The difference in numbers of leads is uh, 348 against 20, even if the spend is higher because on Facebook, of course, the, the audience was higher. And uh, a lot, uh, the cost per lead was a lot higher on LinkedIn. But what does it mean? It means that we don't have to try LinkedIn or we have to abandon the channel. I don't think so, and I tell you why. So if we th think about like our goals for the knowledge conference case, like reaching entrepreneurs who could be interested in Project A, how would they, would they have target such an audience? I have no idea how to reach such an audience on Facebook. On the contrary, in LinkedIn, I asked to this list to, this list to our investment team, and it came out like when I uploaded the list on LinkedIn, a 95% match rate means all the companies we were interested in are on LinkedIn. I was able to take out, like I took out, of course, uh, some seniorities and I had a highly relevant audience for us. Results, conversion rate, 58% in Google Analytics. Engagement rate, the highest on LinkedIn, 3.65%. The same about the talents, right? Maybe in the lookalike of Facebook, of course, there are going to be some talents, but who's coming to our knowledge converse? We don't know. On the contrary, we just filter it down and uh, narrow it down in LinkedIn by, for example, uh, the company industry or interests or um, uh, the job function. And if we want to acquire like software engineers, we're going to acquire software engineers because you can do that thanks to the targeting. So the final quote is, without LinkedIn, it would have not been possible reaching the target audience in a such an efficient way. And that is why it is our like, uh, duty as marketers, knowing the possibilities of our, our portfolio of channels and exploring them uh, to find the best like, match, to find the best mix of channels we need for our strategy and to reach our goals. Thanks you for attention. <laughs>